This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by X-Files Cold Cases. Available now exclusively from Audible. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy and to my... Actually, you're both sitting in front of me, so I can't say to my left and to my right today. So, still so, there you go. To my left... Joe Scrabbles and to my right Daniel Kruper. How are you guys doing? Very well, thank Very you. Very good indeed. Um, I yeah, it was weird because I've been off for two days, so I came in and I was talking to Powers and Dale about Comic Con. I was like, I don't care if you have been having these conversations for two days, you're having them again. I'm quite happy to have them again. But yeah, so Comic Con happened another weekend. We covered it extensively on well, IGN. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Didn't get a call up. Yeah, still uh, waiting for that. Unfortunately, email is um, it? Yeah, I did. A, I did a picture on the weekend because I, I did actually have to change. <laughs> the toilet seat on my thing and it was like I just got done um, watching and like a couple of Terry Schwartz our American colleagues like she did a lot of the interviews that I watched I got done watching her uh, interviewing uh, Taika Waititi Uh, I think it was Taika Waititi I'm not sure but anyway really really big interview and I go I must uh, change the toilet seat on my toilet now then just like sat and just went and did that (laughs) which must have been confusing considering how many people thought that picture of our floor manager at Comic Con was you yeah (laughs) I was on um, get room room service (laughs) to it mate yeah I was on a Transpennine um, Virgin oh no Pendolino service back from Manchester Piccadilly um, on a Saturday morning sat opposite Al Murray the landlord so I was like well all close to celebs this weekend (laughs) the thing that done my head mostly about that thing it's like obviously I would that wasn't how I was changing the toilet sitting on it oh, people are just, uh, people don't get oh, jokes on the man. Twitter Gav. people are just we talk about this a lot and the thing is like people reply into tweets on Twitter just because they want to get involved but yeah. there was this one picture and like I'm holding it's, it's quite easy to change obviously a toilet seat but for the photo, I'm holding what's quite clearly the instructions. The comedic effect. With a massive picture of a toilet on it. And this guy was like, bold in, was just like, can't believe you need the instructions to change that. Then somebody else replies to him. And they're just having this big conversation going, yeah, yeah, look at fucking uh, Jude Lisbeth right here, does not change the toilet seat. Just like, boys, if, it, if I didn't have that picture, it'd just be me looking at a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it doesn't really come across the same way, does it? That's the worst thing when people just have separate conversations and you're oh, still you still looped in. Yeah, oh, no one needs that. Um, Etiquette. It is, it is harder to like get rid of the other people now on Twitter. Yeah, but I don't think these people do it anyway. Thing is, I don't think it's. Um, I don't. You. I don't usually get involved in like actual big conversations with that, which they must be way worse. If you're like someone who gets involved in like feminist feminist arguments or anything like big argument, must be even worse because people just going at it. Like I was looking at someone's um, mentions today, and I was just like. Imagine that. Put, I think well, it was um, it was last week actually. Was uh, Andy Murray's mum who's like you know when he did that thing where he um, he corrected a journalist who said oh this is the first yeah, time American, a US player yeah yeah, yeah. has ever gone into the um, semis semis I say yeah and he was like first male player and he like just makes no thing of it and his mum was like yeah go on son like that's what she tweeted like and the link to the video. I looked at the mentions and it's just like back and forth, back and forth, all got Judy Murray in them. <laughs> just like, like, yeah. Judy Murray's just like, well, I'll switch to my second phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> this one's out of. It's just like Judy Murray, just like, I just wanted to do a nice tweet about how proud I am of or myself. Or alternatively, yeah. like, fucking loving it. On yeah. a Saturday night, putting a big pot of tea on, going, all right, Andy, this is me for the next four hours. Look at these fucking virgins. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> Burke gets involved in uh, yeah, big conversations. Like, yeah, like, Kathy Burke's amazing. Yeah, she replies to a lot of people if you if people listening haven't listened to it you should definitely listen to her um, episode of the Adam Buxton podcast 
where like I think it's quite clear from the recording that she she like smokes all the way doing uh, the interview and like it's qu- I think from the sound of it he's over the other side of the room so I think she set herself up by a window or he set himself up by a window because he can't handle the smoke because she smokes a lot during night like if the noise of her lighter is her lighting a cigarette in an hour she goes through about 40 monstrous <laughs> yeah uh, what are we talking about Kathy Burke at Comic Con that's yeah, it yeah that's yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so I put down here, like, let's talk about, like, our highlights. I mean, the the the, the best one of it, I think, of all the trailers, Krupa, and you're going to talk about it, is the Thor 3 yeah. trailer. Um, it's good, isn't it? It's so good. Like, I think we're all pretty excited for that movie yeah. after, I think we all think maybe Thor Dark World's the, one of the worst ones. Oh, like, yeah. By yeah, far, I think it's the yeah. worst. It's dreary and dull and so yeah. po-faced. And we love the first trailer, and we like really like Taika Waititi's work. And yeah. I think in this trailer, even more so, you get a sense of like just the, those little offbeat interactions. Absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, the stuff he's done before is all about like people meeting Character, and yeah. having fun little bounce off. You know, like relationships that bounce off of one another. Yeah, yeah. This is just that. Yeah. Like every single character seems to have a like a foil to bounce off of mm. for jokes, which is wicked. Yeah, I really I, there's a good interview with um, that Terry did do on site with him where he is just being crazy yeah. and funny. He's really funny. But also when he gives answers, they're really smart, interesting answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they talk about like, oh, you know, is this how we like how are you adapting Planet Hulk? And he was just like, hmm, I'm actually not that, that interested in the comics. Like, yeah. I like the characters and I like the world, but yeah, there's bits from Planet Hulk, but like, he, he kind of doesn't remember the characters from Red Hulk, uh, Planet Hulk even. And he's just yeah. like, I don't really want to pay that much attention to it. Like, they'll tell me if I get it wrong. I've just done my I, own I, thing. I just yeah. want to do my own thing. And yeah. I, if I'm so restricted, then what's the point of me even doing this? My favorite thing yeah. is that they made a big deal after the first trailer of saying like oh it's not just a comedy don't worry about it mm. it really looks like just a comedy yeah. and I'm delighted <laughs> like, just looking at that I'm like why would you want it to be anything else this looks fucking wicked I think it's really cool yeah. that they've got Hulk speaking which is something yes. he does in the yeah. comics and it's like he talks about in this interview like um the Hulk and Banner are really fighting for the body yeah. and sometimes when he's Banner bits of the Hulk will come out of him yeah. and bits of so Banner will come out, out yeah. <laughs> but like I love that character I love Mark Ruffalo yeah. and I think also looking at I know they're all actors and they're good at pretending stuff professionally yeah. but you see Liars. their camaraderie it seems like they fucking love each other and making this movie yeah, mm. yeah. and just the way that they kind of like we're it on that really stage good. together but also like um, have you seen Taika Waititi trolling all the other it's actors so in the funny. movie. I think so. And all the other Marvel directors. He keeps doing so. this thing where he posts pictures of his cast. So he'll take a picture of Kate Blanchett and goes, so honoured to work with so many amazing Australian actors on this movie. Naomi Watts, she was terrific. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Thor going, oh, I can't believe Joel Edgerton reprised his role as Thor. He's a brilliant Thor. <laughs> uh, my favourite one is a picture of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> he says, happy, like, he's getting like his cape screwed on with an electric screwdriver and he goes, happy birthday, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Android. <laughs> just, just hashtag Android. Also, like the other ones, like because like they're big stars. It's funny, it's but like crass. he's trolling like other Marvel directors. He, he tweeted yeah. this picture of Scott Derrickson. Mm. You quote retweet it. It went at James Gunn, looking good, man. And it was it was a tweet from Scott Derrickson that he quote tweeted. I love, I love that they've done like the cast pictures for the movie, and he literally just center frame, and everyone's hanging <laughs> off him. That's so good. He keeps hashtagging all pictures of himself as God. Yeah. <laughs> 
picture with me. Like somebody said to him, like, how handsome is Chris Hemsworth in oh, the yeah. flesh? And he went, oh, he's, he's seven out of Tiger. Yeah, no, he said, yeah, it was like <laughs> out of t- one to ten, wow. how yeah. handsome is Chris Hemsworth? Seven out of Tiger. But like, I, think, I think the big talking around, point around the like the Thor stuff at the weekend was yeah. his outfit. Yes. Mm. So I just want to confirm it is a two-piece. There's a lot of speculation over the weekend that it is a romper. It is not a romper. It's a two-piece. Right. Which takes more effort. And it's actually only $100 for both the top and the shorts. Really? Yeah, it's called the Paratis. Ooh. And you can get it from wallpaperkit.com. It look good. It does look good. I don't know what you were thinking. It's a tumble dry low. No. Ah, oh, I do have a tumble dryer, actually. You can do that. Yeah. I used it for one of the first times the other day, but it made my sheet smell a bit weird, so I'm not going to use it again. Well, the tumble dryer, you, need, you put a little sheet in. I did not. It was the first time I'd used it. Uh, and I, need, get, I needed a sheet oh, quick. It's Yeah. In bounce sheets. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it was. My, my washing machine's really hit and miss. Sometimes stuff comes out smelling a bit moldy, and then sometimes yeah. fresh. Yeah. I think so like the, the cool thing about yeah. this is like I mean no, obviously you can't take that much from trailers but we talked ever since right, right at the beginning when Taika Waititi was brought on board we like yeah he's been brought on board to direct but not to write but it does feel like a lot of the stuff that he likes yeah. to do is made his way into the film yeah. uh, which is quite funny absolutely yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to see such a small like you know someone who's used to all these like really really small projects like really thriving like in Marvel because like obviously we've seen like a lot of people walking away from Disney films like big films or like parting ways with them and then you know like Edgar Wright and Ant-Man like we were like how what happened there we don't really yeah. know like the Han Solo stuff like we don't really know what's happening there but like right. it's weird how some people seem to be able to work really well with them and other people not so well, well. It, like John Watts came from yeah. a small background and Spider-Man feels like a small Marvel film. Mm. It sort of makes sense, that jump. But Thor Ragnarok does not look like well, a small no. film. There's an interview with, like, the Russo brothers, I think Anthony Russo, where he kind of does says this offhand phrase about what Taika Waititi's doing with Thor. And it's mm. obviously, sounds like an internal phrase they've been using. Is like, they need to, like, retone Thor. Like, Taika's right. retoning mm. of Thor, basically to match where the rest of the Marvel universe is gone. Right, okay. Otherwise, you're bringing in this really dreary character. Yeah, he has to, yeah. like, be almost like the connective tissue yeah. between the Guardians and the Avengers. Well, it's also that mad yeah. thing where Thor in the Avengers films is comic relief. Yeah. And he in his own films, he's like this very Shakespearean, like yeah. well, cool strange, that, swaggering figure. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's cool because like Thor and Hulk have that almost a lot of screen time in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. It's kind of cool that they've gone, oh, this is a pairing that we can mm. have yeah, and like yeah, continue yeah, on. So retroactively, that almost looks like more planned than it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One of the things I had noticed when, when you said about the... Um, him getting bits of uh, Hulk coming out. There's like a bit where he's like flying this massive spaceship oh, yeah. and Banner's going, yeah! <laughs> and he's just got like an 80s print t-shirt and a blazer yeah. on yeah. it. Like. Um, so okay. The music is from Hotline Miami 2 as well, which is, is like class. Is yeah. It? yeah, it's like the guy who did like some of the music for Hotline Miami 2. That's the music in the trailer. There's also like a totem pole in the city mm. that has Man-Thing's head on it and Beta Ray Bill's oh, head really? on it. Yeah, it's like an Easter egg thing. Yeah. We just saw that today. I need to have a look. Interesting. Joe, Hello. another thing that you thought was good which also has some video game music in it I just noticed does it yeah the Pacific Rim trailer has got the Crackdown 3 E3 music in it yes it it does yeah Pacific Rim is a film I'd I loved and then kind of completely forgot about yeah and then this new trailer came out where it's sort of an advert for the Jaegers yeah and it's wicked like it really looks like Pacific Rim 2 is the moment at which they go 
Yes, just about big, stupid anime mechs with swords now. <laughs> like, they've not shown any kaiju or anything. It's yeah. just fucking John Boyega in a big robot by himself. Yeah. Um, I'm just really <laughs> happy. It's like, <laughs> what, it's like Solaris. I he's don't just, know. He's just walking what, around the robot. The fir- but this is mate. Maybe he's been sacked, but he's taking the robot with him. In the like, in the John, f- can we get a robot to back, mate? Fuck off. You're, you're missing the implication. In the first one, <laughs> there's got to be two people in every robot because it overloads their brain. Oh, What's yeah. he doing there himself? Maybe he has taken it on the uh, lamb, just controlling just one arm, half yeah. of its body. <laughs> the other the arm dragging uh, <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> He's meant to be Idris Elba's son in this one. Which oh, is he? Is also str- oh, God, they all had amazing names. I can't remember his name was now. I don't anyway, remember. I, I, I remember not really liking Pacific Rim, but then I didn't see it in a cinema. I saw it like just in my house yeah. on a Sunday. Oh, it's a very silly film. Yeah, like and if you attempt to take anything more from it than it's big monsters fighting yeah, big robots yeah. Charlie Hunnam's in is he yeah not in this one. Oh no sorry yeah he's not yeah, in this yeah, one right, is he yeah. thank god thank fuck. Charlie Hunnam is oh he is shite what's he? going on with that career yeah. how has it kept going it's weird with stuff like that like yeah. it, people who are lead actors in like network TV shows that yeah, are popular and then it seems like once that show wraps up there's this like off ramp onto Hollywood yeah and you get like three or four movies and it's like yeah yeah Wind that down. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I guess pe- people don't really know what to do with some of those TV stars yeah, as and well. People, I guess studios go, oh, well, he obviously has, like, he has a fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might as well take advantage Thank of that, God. you know. Um, yeah. I feel like, like, cause that, ha- that definitely happened with, like, um, James Gandolfini. Like, you know, he's, like, the best person on TV. And then you're like, what's he, what did he do? Like, he had, like, bit parts where he yeah. was, like, genuinely really good. Same thing with, like, Brian Cranston as well. Like, he's doing the same thing. John Hamm, like, what's John Hamm done that's, like, Amazing, the town. Yeah. Like I've he was, watched that. He's very good in the town, but it's like it's, it's not. It's always it's not a rap. Parts, it's not because like, of him. Like yeah, he's yeah. A exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, people yeah. really like him in Baby Driver, but as a character to yeah. the side, he's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Really and also because he's doing a very different thing that you know him for. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a, a conscious effort from him, where he's like he could just you know he can be really. After Mad Men, oh, Mad Men. Uh, he can nope. be he can be like really. I complain um, about that guy. I know it's all that. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> he can be really selective over what he does. But like, if I if I was coming off the back of Mad Men, I'd be like, right, well, he's got to be in a Marvel film. Well, it is I don't know where, but he's going in. He, I I kind of agree. He, he feels like he's consciously yeah. doing it because he's played like one of the greatest leading men on TV. Yeah. And then in films, like for for a start, he's often comedic, yes, which I really like. Yeah, and yeah. he's often yeah off to the side doing something mm. slightly different. It's a really nice. I think also I remember thing. he did an interview a few years ago around the time that he was in the Black Mirror Christmas special. I think he actually has Shit, he actually yeah. has yeah. no interest in doing um, yeah. big movies like mm. big like yeah. Marvel style stuff. He actually slagged them off in it. I guess like once you get into that, that's it. Then you're in the film for yeah. It's like that character for ages. Yeah, like Robert yeah. Downey Jr. That's his. His life, like, yeah. Like, Hems- I don't think Hems- he's worried. No, yeah. like, but like, he's kind of just accepting. Go, this is what I'm doing for the next yeah. ten years. Like Hemsworth went straight from Ragnarok to filming Infinity War. Yeah, but Chadwick Boseman was literally filming both at the same time. Jesus Christ! Um, and that's just that's yeah. your job, isn't it? Like, we- you play that character for ten years, but that's kind of cool. Like I saw this interview with Tom Holland. Yeah, and it's really fun. And obviously, people just embraced him immediately. They said, "Like, what's it like being famous?" And like, you know, you're gonna play Spider-Man for the next ten years. He's like. It's brilliant. <laughs> like, he was like, how do you deal with all the fame? He's like, it's amazing. I love the attention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's um, awesome. 
Yeah, this is actually a neat segue into Gav's point. Um, you were telling me yesterday about all the reports about Henry Cavill for filming Justice oh, League. Have yeah. you heard this? Have no. You? It's oh, fucking amazing. I can always see your reaction to this. <laughs> so the speculation is there's $25 million worth of reshoots being greenlit for Justice League for Joss Whedon to reposition the movie and change bits to okay. his liking. Um, Henry Cavill wrapped on the movie. He is now currently filming Mission Impossible 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for that movie, he has grown a mustache. <laughs> Paramount will not allow him to shave that mustache. So he's going to have to shoot his scenes with a mustache as Superman. And they're going to have to going to have to digitally remove it. <laughs> That's, so That's class. How, what's the mustache like? Have you seen a picture of it? Yeah, you see it on his Instagram. It's a big old mustache. Oh, yes. My proper. <laughs> That's going to like take about like 10 Captain million Price. of the 25 million reshoot budget. Oh, that's class. There was uh, that comedian um, we listened to, John Robbins, mm. on uh, his podcast talked about how um, he recently did a BBC special and he had massive sweat patches under his arms. Oh, and he yeah, talked I keep about, talking about that. Was, he, yeah. he kept talking about how they literally, they genuinely went to like a digital company really? saying like, could we get those digitally removed? And they're oh. like, we could, but it's like 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> what, where where my shirt, man? Imagine how painstaking. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I wonder, I'm sure it would be very well done, but like that's a, a th like if he's having to do an intense scene that's close up on his face. Yeah. I thought we still talking about the sweat patches for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you do a close up <laughs> of the other bit, scene real close up. It's just Whedon's like we need to get rid of these. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like you know right. So John Rom is like he's just wear antiperspirant. Like he, it's not, but he's quite like um, he refuses to wear antiperspirant. That's part of his ethos. Seriously, yeah. But he's 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 he, like he thinks about stuff quite a lot. He's quite a neurotic comedian. Like I know he said neurotic. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I know the shirts that I've got in my wardrobe that are like problematic in terms of sweat. Well, it's, it's the mm. colours, like, isn't it? It's yeah. ones that goes much darker. Like absolutely, yeah. Like I look at the shirts that I got and I just go right. Is today going to be a potentially sweaty day? Mm -hmm. Like I'm a big guy, so I sweat a lot. But like, I look at this shirt and go, "Is today going to be a potentially sweaty day?" Right. Well, that counts off forty. These forty percent yeah. of my shirts. Like, or I've got to put something <laughs> else over these it. These really smelly shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these ones are gone. Yeah, like, but like, you'd, you'd think that before filming, he'd be like, right. You know, white shirt with a white, like a thin white t-shirt underneath it. Yeah. Or just, Done. or just do the classic t-shirt with a shirt over the top. No armpits being seen. I, look I guess casual. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about Cash that. Though. I love it. I would. Yeah. yeah, if you're on TV, you'd be thinking of that. You would. De you should definitely be thinking. And also, like, somebody should, and also somebody should maybe point that out. Yeah. So, War's wardrobe. I am um, delighted by the idea that there'll be behind the scenes pictures of Superman with a huge fucking mustache. Yeah. Like, oh, me one of them will come out. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Especially if you're doing outdoor shoots or something. Like, yeah. beautiful. Me and me and Powers were talking the other day about like potential mustaches, like. Because he was like, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to grow a beard. But he said I'd be up for. He said he'd be up for having a mustache. And I was like, if you grow a mustache, I'll shave my beard into a mustache. Like cause I've been thinking about it lately as well. But not one there. Just like a big one down here. Yeah. <laughs> like what's his chance from chin strap. Uh, like Andy Serkis? Like doubles. <laughs> no, I, like, I, I would shave this. If he grows a mustache, I would shave mine into a mustache. What? You'd be like motivation for it, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get you. Well, you could just do it for November if he wants to be. Do people still do that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, but I think for that you've got to grow it from scratch. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, well, I mean, he can. You can't. You're cheating mm. then. Oh, I'd have. To, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the is. Anyway, um, yeah, actually, I saw the Justice League trailer, and like, I'm completely out of that film. I don't really care. But I was like, I don't mind this at all. I actually watched it as well. I don't know if anybody's ever used the IGN app on 
PS4. Have you used it? Uh, I have used it, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it works, doesn't it? It was the first time that I'd, I think I'd used it. And like, there was a, there's a section that was just, there's just new trailers. <clears throat> so I just sat there on Sunday morning just going through all the trailers that have been put up there. It's really good. It starts with a UK section. Do we know how to... Can we choose what goes in that? I think so, yeah. I think Alex does it. Yeah, it's old stuff for the moment. <laughs> But it's like the ITN PS4 app. It's great, or it will be once we decide. Just uh, look below the fold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I watched the Jesse trailer. I was like, I'm kind of into this. I don't really mind it. I don't get the four that and a half minute, minute trailer. It is quite long. Um, it's all really good. From someone which was like, every Justice League trailer so far looks like it's been from a different film. <laughs> well, not only that, but it's just Zack Snyder's complete insistence that every single scene needs to look like it takes place in like 300 every yeah. single time. Like he's obsessed. It's it. there's the really weird sequence towards the end of it, like when everything's like kicking off mm. and blowing up, where it looks like they're driving around deserted red. Ukraine. Yeah. And it's, it's like all these red. empty yeah. factory buildings. And it's just like, it's almost like after Man of Steel and stuff, they're like, we can't have any of our action take place in actual cities because yeah. we'll kill millions and people will get annoyed again. So they're just taking place in the middle of nowhere. Like, the <laughs> like there were some cool little bits in yeah. the trailer that I think are cool and fun like the bit where Aquaman oh like, that's the worst surfs a parody even through a building and oh. just comes off and then jogs off mm. Man. That is like I think that's one of the worst bits of the trailer because you're just like where, I, that was one of the bits where I was just like where is this Cyborg yeah. still looks like a fucking Snapchat oh, filter oh, the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah. that does like, look really bad um, but I really like Gordon I think he looked really cool now um, I kind of like I just like the look of them all together Jeremy Irons looks like the worst Alfred of all time what was um, the line that we were saying the other day where they're describing what Cyborg is Uh, he's made of biotronic and oh no bionic and mechatronic parts and then she goes you mean he's a cyborg yeah (laughs) (laughs) mechatronic I hate Jeremy Irons. I wish they cast anybody else as Alfred. Alfred, you meant to love him, and yeah. Jeremy Irons is a horrible. Jeremy Irons has got this horrible, Kate, slimy Kate face. Was brilliant. Yeah, Michael Caine. He was really good. He was fantastic. Came back. Or just that really old bloke from the Tim Burton ones. I like. I was him. thinking about yeah. it. Do, do you see like what they announced that the Flash film's called? It's called Flashpoint. Oh yeah. You... And Josh, like Joshua Yell, our comics editor, made this point that that story is usually used to basically reset timelines and right. stuff. And seems weird when it's like one of the fourth or fifth movies in that universe yeah but I was thinking imagine if they did something absolutely nuts where he rips through time and you can see like the different Warner Brothers Batman <gasps> like Keaton that'd be class and like Nolan's Batman I, I thought that'd be cool that'd be super legit also I'm totally down with them resetting that yeah. like I know it would hurt them or whatever but f- to my mind like they fucked it just do it again just start again I don't care mm. <laughs> like have fun Give me something actually good and don't let Zack Snyder do it. The the trailer's still really coy about not showing the villain's face. Yeah. Although I keep seeing people on YouTube going... um because what's the guy's name? What's I don't guy's know. Name? I can't remember. Anyway, I can't remember. Like, God, it was like yeah. revealed, and, and I looked at. It, I was like, "Is it revealed?" I don't know, like, yeah, it's because he's the guy um, that, that was put out in that scene, like that came out online after Batman v Superman, right? Where okay, Lex yeah, Luthor yeah. raises him. I can't remember what he's mm. called now. Um, um, but yeah, I, when I watched the trailer, I was like, "I actually don't mind that trailer." And like, it's like it's even more clear that the Flash is the comic relief. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when, when they all disappear and he's just stood there. I did like his line about, like, I've never fought anyone. I've just yeah. pushed people and run away. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a good line. Good. That is really good. Um, what are the bits he like? Sell it to me. I thought it was just a good trailer for the sense of, like, just people hanging out together looking cool. Like, I kind of like the look of them together. I, I feel like 
the way that Wonder Woman kind of brings them together as well. Mm -hmm. It feels like she's kind of like the anchor point of the team. And then... Which is... Like refreshing, yeah. I think that'd be really good. And I, you know, I liked her in Wonder Woman. I thought that was really good. I think she's I think she's um, almost like the big surprise of all this because mm. when she was cast, she had done loads of stuff. I think people made kind of unfair assumptions about her when she was cast. And yeah, like, she's become the biggest draw now. Yeah, 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 which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just when I watched it at the end, I was like the other trailers I've watched the enemy like, whoa, that was a slog just watching that. Whereas this, I was like, eh, I just kind of liked it. I thought it was good. Um, right. I put some stuff there about an art man that I like, but I can't be asked now. Um, Cruise. Glad we teed that for the start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we didn't. That was no, we didn't. It was, was in, it was in a thing, yeah. And, oh, but I've got to talk about it now. Um, well, basically, I saw, like, one of my favorite artists was at Comic-Con. This is the other stuff. Obviously, you forget that it's actually a comic convention, like a comic and art collection. Um, but, no, it's just films and stuff now. And I did actually watch, because I know uh, the uh, Infinity War stuff was leaked, and I did actually watch that. And I just like people going mad in Hall H. Like I'd love. Oh, did to you be, watch it? Yeah, I watched it. it. Yeah, like I would love to be in Hall H, like the very famous place it where they reveal awesome, everything. Yeah. It would be really good. But I'm not queuing for a week to get in. One, but also there's a bit because I watched like <clears throat> the Infinity War like leak stuff because um, I just have to see it mm. and people just lose their minds and you can't hear anything yeah. I would be a fucking nightmare in uh, that cinema because it would be like you'd be running around be like right we'll all go mad at the end like yeah. absolutely let's go nuts to the end but during it let's just shut up but shut well, sometimes, your mouth well, sometimes what they do is they show it again <laughs> oh do yeah. they okay. yeah they, they did that when I went to Star Wars Celebration they showed the trailer mm, that's it yeah Star Wars Celebration everyone was very quiet and that's it was good. really nice like yeah. we all just watched it and occasionally people would just go <laughs> yeah. but then they'd look around like oh sorry I didn't want to I don't think I've ever been in a room that's erupted as much when I saw um, the Force Awakens trailer and it's the one where um, Han and Chewie yeah. turn up at the end and oh, like, we're yeah. home and then people went insane I cannot imagine how yeah like people crying was. and stuff yeah <laughs> I've been like the big the, the biggest room eruption I've ever been in was at E3 and you walked um, in <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, for Luigi's Mansion 2 <laughs> at the Nintendo <laughs> conference and like people like legit lost their fucking mind like I, I Luigi's Mansion 2 is a good, good game, game. Um, and I loved the first Luigi's Mansion <laughs> but it came on and like people were like standing up like it was Martin Luther King <laughs> like let him speak yes it's like, captain my captain it's been, it's like, been away what? I was like, yeah, it's good, but at, um, at E3 this year, they did for Snapchat. They like filmed our war room reactions to stuff that as it was going on. Yeah, and when they showed off that um, VR fishing game for Final Fantasy 15, like I did, like a big ironic, like yeah. yeah. But on Snapchat, it just looks like I've lost my shit. <laughs> like Dale came over, uh, was like, yeah. are you really excited for this game? I was like. What? He shows me this Snapchat of me just standing there alone, yeah. like, clapping it. It's horrible. <laughs> me and Powers watched. Um, I was in, who was I with? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't with Powers. But anyway, it was somebody. And uh, it might be you actually. But I think we were watching the Ubisoft one together. And uh, there was people like saying. The people who are like editors in our room going, I'm actually crying when Beyond Good and Evil mm. do. And we were just like, well, I'm looking, looking at the tweet. Look at them. They're not crying. That's not <laughs> true. Like, like four of them are just like, oh, I can't believe it. Actual tears. And we're like, actual tears should mean that you are actually crying. Yeah. Actual tears. You're yeah. why they you, have to you, change like, dictionaries for literally <laughs> yeah. you cock. I like you doing real time fact checking. Yeah. It's like, he's not crying. Guys, we put this out officially. <laughs> just re reply to the editors, bollocks. Well, Naomi <laughs> did like actually let our blood curdling scream yeah. when it started Alana, and I was like oh my actually god definitely cried yeah so I was like waiting to go back on for the post show she yeah. was in floods of tears they had to bring, bring tissues on for her serious yes yeah. for that trailer 
People love it, mate. People oh, do love well, it. We, 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 we got on this. You're oh, yeah. smart. So, yeah, this artist I absolutely love is a guy called Richie Beckett. Um, if you just Google his stuff, he's just done a thing for Mondo, which is um, uh, Labyrinth. I don't like Labyrinth enough to buy it, but... He does like old school, like gothic drawings. I've got his. Is one with like, they're all, it's almost like silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, so he was, he launched that, I think, at Comic Con. It was like a Mondo thing that he did. But just because he was at Comic Con, he was just sitting around. And I messaged so many people who were at Comic Con being like, just go, because there was no lines as well. He was just there. He was just drawing Star Wars characters for fun, just like Z list Star Wars characters. And he was just like, yeah, if anybody wants to come buy these, do it. So I messaged so many of my friends being like, can you just go buy he's selling for like $20 like buy everything I'll give you the money right now and no one could do it it was annoying no one could do it no I know but What's I think point I think he, I think I think he was in a really really small bit but he was just knocking out his thing but yeah check out his stuff man like his Wicker Man thing is just beautiful I look at it every single day um, so Cooper and Gav got trapped in some X-Files tunnels this is when was this we're out, obviously. So it's, it's like um, three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks three, ago. Two, three weeks ago. So we got invited along for, I think it's like the launch of the audiobook. Yeah. Um, which looks all right. We haven't listened really to it. Um, so it actually has them in it. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. So when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, they're probably not in it. Mm. They absolutely are. And it's done by like the. Jilly. It's done by the guy who did uh, like the, the original Hitchhiker's Guide like radio show and stuff like that, which is awesome. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck, I might. He was it. He was at, he was at the that. event uh, looking would, would proper mind horn. That's one of those yeah. things where. There's a small way to describe it. Yeah. I would but, never recognize him, but if I was told that in front of him, yeah. I'd go all shy. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, man, I'd grow up on those oh, I didn't know that was a thing yeah. for you at all. Hitchhiker's Guide radio show. Fuck. Mm. That was my whole Well, he was there. Life. He's he's done these. That's amazing. Um, so it might be good. Yeah, he's like he's got this hair which quite obviously isn't his hair. Um this like giant sort of Bon Jovi perm thing. Like what? it's so weird. Well, I get it. Um but yeah, he's did them. But to celebrate it, they did like um this sort of experience thing where you got to go and uh had to do I guess like well, basically, we were we we, we joined the FBI. The I don't think they were allowed to say FBI. Yeah, because no, your weren't. badges said IB, yeah. they? Investigation Bureau. Irritable bowel. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so weird. So, like, National Baccalaureate. <laughs> we were there. We were there, like, doing our um, our badges and having a, having a beer. And then the FBI agent who's coming over to like take you through on this little thing comes over. Me and him look at each other because we recognise him. Look at Powers. Immediately. Powers does not recognise him. Well, he um, thought he was the head of the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Powers is like struggling. For his visa. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> wait, he's got no jurisdiction. I'm not here. a defector. <laughs> but um, it was basically the same guy who played Jack in the Resident oh, Evil 7 right, experience yeah. that we did. And see, so he comes over. I'm like, I don't know if he recognizes us, but he's meant to recognize us because we're obviously. New recruits. Yeah, new recruits. And uh, he, he's like, oh, hey, uh, new recruits, blah, blah, blah. So I was talking to us. And we're just like, it's Jack! <laughs> But then, like, I've written, like, you wrote your actual name on My yours. actual surname. We're taking this seriously. <laughs> I was doing it. And it said, like, mine just said, Detective Spooky. <laughs> Fucking hell. Did um, he have to talk? Did he have to refer to you as that yep, the whole time? Constantly. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I've got some recordings here, which I'll pepper throughout this uh, conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's referring to it, referring to me as Detective Spooky all the Jesus way through Christ. it. So the, the idea is that um, Dana Scully's missing. What? We gotta help find it's it. It's not during the pregnancy fiasco, is no, it? No, 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 no. This is like, I don't know where this takes place actually in the timeline. Um, but so we got taken down uh, into <coughs> the, uh, this, the first room and we're obs- already on the stairs. We're just obsessed with the idea that people are plants. Because like, you can hear me on the recording <laughs> yeah. saying to Krupa, like, mate, because it's like 12 well, people going down. Well, as soon as he said it, I thought, 
it's definitely her. Yeah. Like, she's just being on her own, like, looking, <laughs> like, looking shifty at people. We were so like, wait, so you were in a bigger group? Yeah, yeah we were in a big like, group. It was like, oh, like right, 12 right. of us being led through these rooms. Yes. But we're the only ones, um, I think, that knew each other. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Um, okay. So we're just, we're, you can just hear us Who's on the... Who's going alone to this? Also, we've had like three beers. We're way too excited anyway because he keeps calling me Detective Spooky <laughs> and he doesn't know what we think Spooky is. So fucking funny. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, motherfucker, these are plants. They're all plants. <laughs> He's like, this robot. Yes. Like, like, they're not obviously not all plants. Um, but he t- so he takes us into this first room, <clears throat> and there's a guy like talking, <coughs> and uh, on the table is this amazing what I thought was like a model of the Fluke Man. What do you mean? What you thought? Was well, this is the thing. From when you look like that, it looks like a mo- like a sort of yeah. like rubbery model of the Fluke Man. There's a guy um, in the Fluke Man. Too. So he's just like lying there. <laughs> as soon as he walk out, I just go fucking out. <laughs> The, so the, the, the actor obviously has to roll with that and he's, yeah. like, he's over the, like a clip like a medical file about to perform an autopsy he's like yeah. oh um, well, you alright and the language like you yeah. know what to oh, say oh, we'll have no cursing in here that's fair play um, so he, wait, we should probably explain to people who haven't seen the X-Files that yeah. the fluke man is a half man half fluke yeah. worm monster and it looks fucking disgusting it's one of the, well, I it's got a big like, circular mouth with like, like serrated but concentric yeah. teeth it's I one think, of the best I, ever monsters in yeah X-Files. definitely it's like, it's, I don't even really think it's that good an episode but it's no, one of the best monsters monster, like, yeah. I think like when people think of like the monster from the X-Files yeah, definitely that'll definitely be in there um, but it's just lying there then he invites us to come closer and it's breathing um, oh. so like well so I think it's meant to be an autopsy yeah. and then Gav goes it's breathing and this guy goes after just saying it was dead, he goes, "It's in a it's in a coma like state." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like this guy. He's a good improv. <laughs> and uh, he invites us to come close. He said, like, "He's like, come closer." And I just stick my hand right on it, and then he says, "Like, don't touch it." And I was like, "Okay, good." And then I noticed his breathing. I go, "Oh, you better fucking not wake up." <laughs> You, are, I know. you must be like the actor's nightmare. No, I, I feel like everyone else. No, Rod in the fucking all, flute, man. All the actors in the adjoining rooms are like, oh, fucking got one here. Earning our money tonight, boys. I thought he said, come in, because he wanted us to do something yeah. to it. And that's why I touched it. I thought do he, Im- I thought he invited us to top of the gurney. Yeah, um, but no. <laughs> Um, so he stuck sh- his hand in its mouth <clears throat> and then it like so we're doing it and then obviously like it wakes up a little bit um, and we just shit ourselves excellent um, and then so we go into another room and we've got and it's basically exactly like Mulder's office oh I was so excited so we went in we were like it's <gasps> so nice it's so good so we start going through and then there's a lady in there who's like basically shouting at us telling us we gotta like solve something think- stop stealing the props <laughs> yeah essentially <laughs> um, but so we in every room you go in you've got to solve like a little puzzle okay um, so I think you found the f- you did the first one yeah it's like one of the things where it's like puzzles that seem mysterious but if you don't get them after a couple of minutes they'll become very obvious because yeah, they'll yeah, go yeah. oh it was near a shoe <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it this the, the, the thing is about this and I've actually heard a lot of people say about the, the exact same thing about the Zelda escape room that's going mm. on right now is it hurts it by having so many people because mm. just by having 12 people you're covering the whole room exactly yeah. it, it breaks up the room so like if we'd been over the one side of the room it would have taken us a lot longer like when we were doing the um, fuck what was the name of that game <laughs> the battle battlefield hardline is it Oh yeah, the yeah, heist. Yeah, 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 we did this, like, this heist thing, and because it was so big and like 
entire thing was massive. It was, it was way more immersive, yeah. It was really harder because we were like, had to like make a conscious effort to split up and mm. go look for things. Whereas when there's 12 of you in a room, you're already segregating that room. And I think right. that's what happens in the Zelda escape room. There's a lot of people going through it. I've heard that's just budget as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds really bad. Well, people want me to get into the Temple of Time. Yeah, they, they have to queue. queue up. And then they know, and so I was speaking <laughs> yeah. to, to Tamora. Queuing up to get into the Temple of Time. <laughs> Boys, go school. By the time you get in, you get, you, like, by the time you get in, you visibly aged. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, chat, like, I was speaking to him, and like he never got his Master Sword. Like He'd done all the thing, and you got then there's like a, a bottleneck. Yeah. So everyone's just like... God, again, probably leave now. And he's left. Jesus Aww. Christ, that's shit. But anyway, so yeah, Cooper solved the first uh, thing straight away. What was it? Uh, it's basically finding. We had, fi- had to find a file. That, oh like, yeah, it was, it was like, Dana's, yeah, it was yeah. like um, Dana's last known whereabouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get that. Then we go, <laughs> go into another room, and uh, it's just all clocks <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> And like, like I, I really get into like, this. If this stuff. is someone's room, they're, they're insane. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Tokyo. It's not. It's Wait, just, so it's just meant to be someone's room at the yeah, bureau. At yeah, the bureau. Yeah. What? But it, there's like there's like fifteen. No, it's even more than that. It's like maybe it's like twenty clocks on the wall. Oh, don't go and, and they're clock, all going. Don't go in Clocky Todd's office. But also, uh, like. It, w- it was I have to say this entire thing was very yeah good. we had a brilliant time it, like, it was less of like it was it was less of like solve the puzzle and more of just experience it like the yeah, puzzles yeah. weren't amazing incidental to the actual it's like 30 <clears throat> clocks on the wall and <laughs> three of them are red <laughs> <laughs> so like I just go whatever time it was it was like three nine six I think it was. Well, the guy's yeah, obviously like hell. he has a bit more spiel because I think there's several groups of journalists <laughs> going through so he has to delay you before you go into the next room so he's doing all this spiel and stuff about like Dana and how he went to like the like uh, training with her and he's like but like we need a code to unlock it. probably three nine seven isn't it <laughs> probably three nine Probably three. He's just like, yeah. So her hair's red. And you're just like, because we do it very quickly. They obviously have to roll that punch. Going, yeah. these guys. Top. This is the sort of material the bureau needs. These are the people we want at yeah. the IB. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you go to a different room, which had like the maps and stuff on it. And then you, I think, did we find Dana's shoe? We found a, Dana's shoe. And we a found a hard. Well, we got a hard hat at one point. So you used to got a builder's hat on at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So you gave us that, and then that was a clue. And then the next. <laughs> the hard that was a clue yeah of where she's gone gone. Um, so then basically we go through to another room and everyone gets hard hats and then they take basically it was it was in um, this uh, the old post office tunnels which run underneath London oh sweet yeah which I've just started seeing adverts for everywhere yeah they started that on the on the tube it's weird isn't it Um, but yeah so then we got to walk down this thing and you you keep thinking like somebody's going to jump out on you and then you get to like this uh, like fork in the tunnels and then like three they did they did all like KKK members like cultists cultists like coming towards like chanting something and you had to remember what they chanted and that and then they they played a little bit of the audiobook which sounded great like really atmospheric like it's Dana's like field report and she's like talking to it's audible isn't it yeah I've got free audible credits get on it it's called Cold Cases by the way yeah isn't this podcast sponsored by it? This partic- I think this particular podcast is sponsored so by it. So yeah. you probably already know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we haven't listened to it, so we don't know if it's good or not. Um, we didn't even know, so we're not shills or we're anything. Not sh- we're not shills. Um, and then, but yeah, it was a pretty, sh- like, 
damp end into it because the um, they just is she dead? No, <laughs> yeah. no. So they you failed to save one of the shoes down there. They basically they say what the code is. Like and you, and then the, we walk out of the tunnels. Yeah. and we go to this like another agent, the field agent, <laughs> and we tell her, and she basically goes, yeah. "Right, you're done." And then she gives us a folder. And I was like, "What?" Is she alive? <laughs> yeah, she gets a folder with a press release for the um, the audiobook in it. But it's like, it's literally just like, what were they saying? It's like, um, it's something like, we are, we, we exist, or something, so whatever they say. Mm. And we say to the woman, the woman goes, yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> like, so yeah. oh, we're, case we're closed. The other three groups already told me. You yeah. <laughs> um, it was very strange. But the, the, then it was good. So we went <clears throat> back outside and we went up to the main room that we came in on. Yeah. And we were like we told we we're going to have a debrief. Mm. And at that point, we sat down on a little bench, me, Powers, Gav, and the guy who was Jack in yeah. Resident Evil was like pacing back and forth in front of a big whiteboard and he's going to debrief this latest um, bunch of recruits Gav goes to the bar to get three beers and he's at the bar oh. and he comes back and this, this guy who's the head of the IB yeah. is heckling Gav from across the room going spooky spooky <laughs> yes we're debriefing and like spooky, spooky comes back with three beers hands them out and the guy goes right we'll be debriefing in ten minutes if you want to go to the bar <laughs> I'm just sitting there with three beers like uh, and he goes and he came over and he went you mavericks <laughs> that's wicked you crazy mavericks is that is that one off or can it's people do it it's absolutely one off no no it's one off that's it now fuck this yes. <laughs> we've teased you and then taken it away yeah oh, do but it again here we are um, last week I got to go see uh, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus um, should, we, should we tee this up as the two sides of war section? Because <laughs> yeah. we're going to cover Wolfenstein and Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I didn't really play the first one. Um, it kind of like passed me by a little bit. I played, I played a tiny bit, mm. but I didn't, um, didn't know the story or anything like that. And I saw this trailer E3 and I was like, that looks like a lot of fun. Um, so I was glad I got to go to play it. And I got to play it for like an hour. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Mm. Like it's Bonkers, uh, like some of the stuff that you can do in it, and how disgusting it is. Give us an, um, a, a little example. Well, so there's a bit where you can do it in stealth, right? So yeah. very early on, I'm like, right, I'm gonna do, I'm definitely doing this in stealth mode because um, I just want to see how I could actually, because it looks like such a crazy bombastic game. And I was like, how the fuck do you do this in stealth? I was like, and uh, my favorite bits of stealth games is when it inevitably goes sour and yeah. then you have to go mad. And I was like, it. this goes mad in. Just the n- most nuts way because you've got like Nazis coming towards you who are just like normal Nazis, just like <laughs> humans. Then you have like, oh, they're like half robot, half Nazis mm-hmm. who can kind of like, um, kind of like Tracer, move around a bit like past you. Okay. And really, really quickly. So you've got to like go around, you've got to try and find them. Um, and then you've got these giant sort of robot Nazis who are moving around. And once they all notice you, they don't care. They just all come at you. Um, so you're just doing as much as you can to try and get o- off of them. The uh, the melee attack on the robots is amazing. You basically like stick your hand inside them and rip out like their robot guts um, and stop it. But then also like you'll also dual wield in at the time. So I've got these like these awesome shots which I'm just like blasting off on this massive thing <laughs> then taking out these robot guts on a train that's like hurtling down this thing it's fucking amazing it was bonkers Wolfenstein's the first one the first reboot was yeah. a weird uh, <clears throat> like I loved a lot about that game yeah. and the entire game was ruined by the fact that you had to pick up manually all pick the ammo oh, manually, you are, and you don't have to do that anymore and genuinely yeah. I'm just like Oh, cool! They fixed yeah, my yeah. entire Literally, problem with this criticism, series, which is yeah. actually a small thing. But it just ruined the whole game for me. I think they patched yeah. that. I don't know. It was mental. It was such a stupid. I, pl- I played one bit, which was at E3, where 
<clears throat> you wake up in a wheelchair and you're just in a wheelchair so you've got to go around doing all these bits in a wheelchair what do you mean uh, doing bits really like you've got to like maneuver around like this weird hospital thing in a wheelchair but you've got to do there's this bit where like I was looking around going how am I going to there's just stairs everywhere mm. going up and I was like right how am I going to do this and there's these like giants there's these like giant sort of like cogs that you just wheel yourself onto and it's like what is happening oh, there I'm so into this <laughs> um, that was really good but there's bits where you just lose the wheelchair and you've got to like crawl about on that like um, do they do you see any of like the acid sections because so. like the trailer implies there's like almost a Far Cry 3 oh really like, well the, yeah there's a character who's clearly on acid <clears throat> yeah oh, I don't know whether there's going to be yeah. like those kind of sections where uh, things go crazy that would be wicked yeah there was an, really my, my favourite bit in the whole thing like I did as soon as <clears throat> when it starts kicking off and everything is going mad that is brilliant mm. and like the different weapons you pick up are just some of them are just bonkers I've got this like um, there's like uh, oh, I don't even know what it is but it basically incinerates people it like just completely evaporates all the humans and like you just see them like it makes like a noise like a hand zimmer like oh, and then brilliant. you, and then you <laughs> do that and you just go like Yorma's head in Popstar <laughs> yeah it is exactly like that um, but that's really good uh, but it, one of my favourite bits was this um, you've got to basically go through <clears throat> so it's kind of like I don't really know what the story is. Is it in a, in a place where the Nazis have won? Yes, yeah, it's so, like America. Yeah. So like, yeah. the Nazis won history. the war. Okay. And this is, you've kind of helped, I don't know if you've liberated Europe, but you've like broken their hold in Europe. And okay. then this one's, he goes back to America. Right, and okay. is taking it back to him. Uh, yeah. With like a, like a posse, it's a bit mm, like... Yeah, it's, like a, it's sort of like... Tarantino. Yeah, like an yeah. exploitation movie yeah. type feel, isn't it? They're all really funny as well. But like, I so saw there's this bit where there's like a parade going on and you walk in and you've got to go meet some guy at this different thing. It took me ages to go through that because... I was just going around listen, you can listen to people's conversations so I walked over to this one and like I wish because I was playing on a really really early preview build um, and unfortunately there were bugs and stuff in it and like I think mine was particularly buggy but there was this bit where I was listening in on this conversation for so long and it's basically um, two guys in um, Ku Klux Klan outfits uh, talking to like a German um a German general and he's basically trying he's testing how well their German is coming along and it's so funny because he's two like hillbillies mm. trying to talk German to this like general and I was I was standing for ages listening to him but then because of like it being an early build another conversation was happening behind me and that was coming up on the screen so I was right, listening okay. to one conversation and watching the um, subtitles for another one that was really that wasn't very good but then like I just watched a lot of people for ages that this is a bit in the Gav's <laughs> making it into a Nazi watching simulator <laughs> It's a really weird bit. And like, I'm not sure who the guy behind me was. I'm not sure if he works on a game or if he just worked at Bethesda PR. But it's a bit where like, I'm watching this couple and this balloon floats. Um, he like hits the balloon. It is like it. Like this red balloon floats off. And then I sort of follow it. And then I follow the balloon. I'm just watching. This is the most childish thing. <laughs> and you're just, in a game where you've got dual wielding shotguns against Nazis. You're following a red balloon. Well, I don't know if it's childish. Or he's making some kind of French movie. <laughs> yeah. But like in the, I'm gonna have a look back on the footage. And then Gav the just types fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm look I'm looking and I watch the balloon. Then I go and then obviously you're meant to turn back because something else is happening. I'm like I'm just gonna watch see what happens to the balloon. So I thought I just watch it. And then I turned around and the guy's just like watching me. And he's like, yeah. So what you you need to do is you need to go into this. I was like, I know what I need to do. I'm just I'm watching this balloon. I love the idea that they're observing and then they're like, there's like security cameras going, I don't think IGN are getting much help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. But um, for what I played, I, I love it. I really love it. Is yeah. it? 
I love this weird class. little. I sound that out on the same day as Super Mario Odyssey and Is something it? else and something else. There's a really cool TV series coming out on Stranger the same Things. day. Stranger Things Stranger is coming Things. out on the same day and. One other game. Oh, isn't Assassin's Creed out that day? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What a stupid day. Um, <laughs> That's class. I love this weird arms race between developers at the moment to like get the most uh, sort of allowed murder. So like Far Cry Five is going like kill uh, sort of racist fundamentalists, and yeah. then Wolfenstein comes along. We got that and Nazis. Mm, yeah. Big bring it. Robot Nazis. Yeah. yeah. You hate both those things. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, from what I played, it was very fun. And I'm looking forward to playing it. But if it's out the same day as Mario, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows what I'll do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cooper, you reviewed Dunkirk. Yeah, I did a review. Um, it must be hard to review that film. It's quite hard. <laughs> actually, writing it was... Thank you very much, Joe. It was quite, it was actually quite easy to um, write because yeah. as soon as I watched it, I knew exactly what I thought of it. I thought. Okay, cool. Um, That's good. So it was easy to write. I just think it's... What I say in the review is like it's a really unconventional war movie, and the fact that the for such a noisy movie, it's almost a silent movie. Yeah, there's almost no gore, and there's this like trend in recent war movies, like from Seven Pirate Island oh, yeah, to like yeah, Hacksaw yeah. Ridge, like war porn, and like have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? No. The end of that is it's far worse than like all the Saw movies together. It's like really grotesque stuff. It's like sweet. And uh, yeah, it's really weird when like Andrew Garfield starts riding a little tricycle across the <laughs> battlefield. Um, I just think I like the perspective thing. I think the sound is incredible. And mm. even though I know nothing about those characters, there were moments where I, I don't think I've ever felt so kind of tense in yeah. cinema. And I just think that's quite a kind of unique experience. Well, it sets its stall out quite early that you realise that even though you're following these characters, they might not survive. Yeah. Which I think is smart. Mm, like, yeah. there's a very tangible sense of, like, worry for all of them. Yeah. Which is really smart. Well, this is the thing that I thought initially was, like, it's all such, from a very tight perspective of these men in different situations. There's never those cutaway bits where you, it's a cliche, cliche for exposition in a movie where it's people pushing little, things around a board yeah, politicians yeah. in rooms going this is what's happening at Dunkirk yeah. the worst scene in the movie is the kind of exposition bit which yeah. where they're like hiding on the mole and they can hear Kenneth Branagh talking oh, and right, that's yeah, literally yeah. the only exposition in the movie just because yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a, a concession I guess it's mm. the worst scene in the movie because the rest of it there's nothing like that it's just no. the immediacy of the events and it's just like these normal people getting swallowed by history yeah that's a, um, there's a very strange article on The Guardian today, which is like, I'm all <clears> for people be saying they don't like things as much as other people, but they're like, yeah, it's so bloodless and cold. And you're like, what's the entire point, surely? <laughs> like, yeah. the yeah. whole point is that it's this immovable, abstract yeah. force of history yeah. that's killed all these people who were there. And yeah, and and those kids don't really <clears throat> have a huge interest in no. being there. They no. fucking don't want to be there at yeah. all. Does a really good job of showing you all the horrible ways you could die that aren't being killed by oh, someone else. Just yeah. like lots of big bits of metal moving oh, towards people. Bits, yeah. The bit where it's just people getting off one boat and getting onto another boat, and this yeah. guy gets his legs crushed between the two as the sea swell pushes them together, and you're like, he didn't deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> we talk <laughs> about this a lot, like because it's a lot of you know the the actors don't really have a lot of dialogue to work with. There's no huge speeches, yeah. like chest thumping and stuff like that. There's something about Mark Ryland's performance that really makes me yeah, well up. Really oh my God. He doesn't say much. He's just like that quiet <clears throat> dignity and like very quiet British. Yeah. Um, I feel like in the, in the hands of another person, the line where he says, uh, like people my age have sent younger people, like all the people send young people to war. Why can't I go as yeah. well? Like, 
I feel like in somebody else's hands, that could have been very that could have been really cheesy. But yeah, it actually works really well. Yeah, I, really the boat cool. bit is my favorite bit. I think like yeah. of all of it, that's almost like this really like tight play like drama. It's yeah, very, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely. That right. could be like just a one act play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is good. It's like if that's the thing. It's really hard. Like I felt the same thing when I had to review Transformers the last night. Because uh, <laughs> so I had to get a handle like, on it. Isn't yeah, it, it is. <laughs> so many perspectives. Mm. And, what, and like what Bay does with time, as in um, make you sit there for ages of it. There's literally a guy called Cogman. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my, I think the thing that I really liked, and I, I was I've been off ill, so I watched Interstellar yesterday. Um, and I mentioned this to you when we were in the pub afterwards. It's like it's interesting looking back on Interstellar, and you can see like Nolan's like the cogs in his head like turning about like the difference the pa- difference in passage of time and just like because Interstellar is all about that like mm. the different passages of time from like you know the deep depths of space are there and I think like he can, you can kind of see where he's applied that to the structure of yeah, this yeah we've actually got a video on site where he kind of talks about the structure and time in yeah, the movie I need to watch that. and I, I spoke to him and there's like there's some stuff that didn't really fit in the video but and he said it before elsewhere yeah. but he said like all throughout his career his biggest thing is structure and time and he draws diagrams when he's planning and plotting a movie and I showed you the graph for Memento it's It's fucking insane really it's absolutely insane like just how he's plotted it out and like some of his biggest influences he says are mathematicians and like Escher what a dork (laughs) fucking dork (laughs) grow up (laughs) Daniel when you spoke to him um, I mean obviously you've got the Dunkirk shit out of the way to get some like pretty heavy Fuck hitting off. prestige questions in. What's he got to say about the prestige now? I didn't ask him about the prestige. Daniel, it's you know, all t- of our favorite films, pretty much. Like, <laughs> you know, when you get a feeling off a person. <laughs> <laughs> but if you asked him, <laughs> there was a bit. I was thinking about this the other day because when um, there's a video that I still haven't finished yet. But when Krupa and I went to um, Eve uh, Fan mm. Fest, we got to, oh. we got to speak to like a guy who was one. <clears throat> What's the name of the um, not the what's the name of the prize for the top prize for physics? Nobel, not Nobel Prize. The other one because like Nobel is just well, like, Fields Medal's mathematics. Yeah, kind of. I think I know is. what you mean by yeah, but I he's won that basically, and we had time with this guy, and it was this morning when we were both ridiculously hungover, uh, and like earlier in the week because basically I, like, I was filming everything like Krupa was asking all the questions I said to him I was like oh I've got this thing that we could do with uh, this spaceman who's obsessed with space is let's pit, let's pitch him five scenarios that are all from the film Alien and just see how he would react to them and so, so this guy who's like an expert he's an expert on Xeno planets yeah because we were just like uh, okay, we were right. like, we were like uh, that, oh, makes, that makes, Z- yeah, that makes bit more, more sense a bit more of a handle we had like 30 we had like, yeah, we had like 30 minutes with him we were like oh we gonna talk to this guy but I was like well, I was like, well we got to now because we sort of well I sort of fought for the interview so and he was like and I said well I've got this idea to this thing and Cooper was just like I'm not asking <laughs> asking the man who's the world's leading authority on xenoplanets would he get into an earth shaft with a flamethrower but also more than anything it, it's not <clears throat> it's much worse than just asking that question. Yeah. It's explaining literally what alien is. <laughs> yeah. Like on a very fundamental well, level. Yeah, no. Xeno planets. He grow was up. like he was like an eight year old man. Pathetic. Like I said to him at the beginning, and I've got this at the beginning of the video. Eight. Like I yeah, can't. So he was forty when it came out, Target Market. Yeah. Come on. I, and I just go, I mean the film Alien. And he just goes, what? No, no ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he is like very, you know, he's Swiss. He has a very thick, like, um, Swiss French accent. And he, what? And Urshaft. Yeah. Giga, mate. Heard of him? Pourquoi? But yeah, I guess that's probably what would have happened if. Uh, I don't know. No, no, no. It's just like, I have four minutes. And yeah. But also, like, it was, it was just so. Because it's also a really serious movie. Like, yeah. Like, it was very hard to do it. Like, I know, like, other outlets pitched certain things and they were like, yeah, you're not doing that for Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm shame. I would, I would, I would love Check to. Check Mary Kill, Goebbels, <laughs> Mussolini, Hitler. I would love to have some, like, just if we could ever have like a thirty-minute podcast with Christopher Nolan, just like, right, get whatever film he's hawking out yeah. of the way. First, first five minutes done with that. Right, prestige. He's, he's apparently <laughs> taking like quite a long time off after. Uh, really? After this? Well, because so well, he, 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 he does. We can get I think him he does this that. quite a lot. Like mm. he'll just take a holiday after he's finished a film. Yeah. Just like let's ask. He's yeah. probably he must be in London. Right? Well, then also if he's gonna if he's gonna work on something with Jonathan Nolan, Jonathan Nolan's gonna be doing Westworld too. Yeah. yeah, he lives so, in LA. Yeah. Does he live in yeah. LA? Well, he's um, half American. Oh yeah. But fucker. Yeah. So we didn't get asked him about. Guess prestige. it. Guess, guess <laughs> us some G- stuff. Guess it. Prestige um, two. When's it. when's it happening? Imagine Prestige too. <laughs> the, the border, <laughs> border there's a really lovely There's a really lovely shot, which is very prestige where um, on the beach is like all the helmets of the people who have died. Mm. Like I think it's towards the end as well. Like, yes, it is. It's not like as the Elgar last shot, plays. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good. Thing is, you can't spoil Dunkirk, so it's fine. Yeah. Germans do it. <laughs> Germans spoiled it for everyone. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> um, something the Germans can't spoil, lads. Oh, Keyword countdown. Oh, they'll bloody try. Today's keyword countdown comes all the way from <laughs> Ottawa, Joe. Hometown. That's why I put it in there, because I thought you'd like that. Well done. A guy called Bryce Pruner, um, who's done our... Pruny? Pruny. We all know oh, Pruny in Ottawa. He's done... Um, the big very, I really like the, the link in this one. The big prune. And the fact that he is from Ottawa, so You're that's why fire. I put this one in there. Uh, he also made a very big thing. He was, <laughs> And it was a really funny thing that he put in DM, because anyone listened to last week will know that I absolutely fucked up and read out the film, because the film was at the top. And then blamed them for <laughs> it. Blamed them for it. So he said, don't worry, I've written the film at the bottom of the clues, so we can avoid any, other, any kind of uh, Princess Bride situation. Wait for him to miscount and <laughs> just read it as the last clue yeah oh. no no he's also the also, best thing it is he hasn't even put it so it looks like the yeah, other yeah. thing he's put the film is and nice that's good there, yeah. we always tell like pacing of these clues so last time I did this it was very very quick okay cool well, well we can just shout okay. slow down okay. <clears throat> yeah if I, I mean if you need I'm just worried that you're gonna fucking trash me again no no, 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 no. you trashed me last time it's very it's very uh, it's very close and also for the people who've been listening we are like nuts deep in planning uh, Podcast 400 and if you're a fan of Keyword Countdown who boy baby who boy we got plans for you if you don't know what Keyword Countdown is IMDb categorised their films by a bunch of crazy keywords what Bruce Pruner has done Bryce Pruner has done has taken five films ten keywords a piece what you have to do boys and people at home is guess what that film is and what the link is between them film number one Returning character with different actor. Oh, not good. Dark Knight. Not good. Hmm. Elongated cry of no. <laughs> uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. 7-Eleven. 
Clark's two. I was thinking that. Death Row. Green. No, Green Mile's not a sequel. Death Row. Bare-chested male. American History X two. Heart no, surgery. That's the tenth one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Was one? that? Heart surgery. <clears throat> what? Doctor Strange? Why? Resistance fighter. What the fuck is boss Iron Man two? Resistance fighter. Ah. Oh. Human harvesting. Matrix uh, reloaded. Damn it. Giant robot. Matrix revolution. Revelations. Final clue. Artificial intelligence. AI. <laughs> Returning character with different actor. Elongated cry of no. 7-Eleven. Death row. Beer-chested male. Heart surgery. Resistance fighter. Human harvesting. Giant Dread. robot. Dread. Artificial intelligence. 2010. Robocop two. Robocop. Terminator Salvation. Oh, fuck oh. off. Yeah, I've never seen that. Neither have I. Mm. Get rid. Don't fancy it. <clears throat> Big prune got us. <laughs> Dried us right out. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Bill number two. Long lost father. Summersby. <laughs> Summersby? That's a good film. We don't want Summersby on here before. We have. Yeah, yes. I or prepared to try. Yeah, because this is an amazing line from the trailer. Jodie Foster and Richard Gere, isn't it? We're just like, how'd you, cause, how'd you know I'm not? Also, that storyline is <laughs> very madman. Because oh, it's about no. someone coming back from war and taking yeah. Um, yeah, someone's yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. also the, basically I think the we were talking about it on prepared to try for about 20 minutes with <laughs> how he said nothing. Yes. <laughs> I think he's probably cut that out. Because yeah. um, there's a bit in that where um, he says, she says, you're not my husband. And he says, what? How do you, how'd you know I'm not your husband? Because I, I never loved Richard Summersby like I love <gasps> you. Oh, oh, that's oh, a good line, isn't that's it? straight to the heart. Don't get lines like that anymore. It was like, <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> long lost father. Long lost father. <clears throat> Amphibious vehicle. That's amazing. I don't give clues, but it's not Summersby. All right. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. What's is it? What's the Moonraker? Spy loves me. Spy loves me. Character name and title. Octopussy. Breaking the fourth wall. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Platform shoes. Austin Powers. Two with Bio Shaggy. Gold member. Yes, gold member. Well done. I wasn't going to interrupt. You clearly had that. <laughs> Six points to Krupa. That's the Krupa. funniest. That's a great that's the funniest <laughs> one two we've ever <laughs> had. Long lost father, <laughs> amphibious vehicle. Because the image is like. <clears throat> I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Driving up on the beach. Where have you been, Dad? <laughs> the ocean. Kids, ma um. kids making a sandcastle with, or like his dad's head in last, the sand. Last time I saw you, Dad, he was heading to the shops, but he was going to the ocean. <laughs> I have to say, Joe, as well, that was like very well. It's a very gentlemanly thing that you did there by not shouting out the other. Awesome it was. Ones. I, I appreciate not that. Point that out. Not doing that. Yeah. Um, so other ones. Bloopers doing credits. Secret headquarters. Large penis, hitting the crotch, protagonist and antagonist played by same actor. I don't think I would have got it till then. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, I don't think I've seen that. It's not a gold member. Nah. It's all right. Beyonce's funny in it. There we go. Gosh, who is it? Film number three. Looking at the camera. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Annie Hall. Beer-chested male. Annie Hall. 
Boogie Nights. Blood on Camera Lens. Dread. Left to Die. Dust Till Dawn? Left to Die. Falling Off a Cliff. <laughs> Austin Powers 2, the spy who shagged me. <laughs> Is that Will Ferrell? It smells like almonds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Righteous Rage. Oh my god. Big Prune's a nightmare for this. Yeah. Cauterizing a wound. Oh my god. Uh, 127 dead, hours? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's what I was thinking. Eating raw meat. Oh, The oh. Revenant? Yes. Oh, yes. Well done. Blood on Three points. I don't remember that bit. I don't remember a lot of that film. I, I just, it, that wasn't me remembering that bit. It was just Ooh. all of the things. And I was yeah. like, what's horrible? Yeah. <laughs> Crawl inside a carcass for warmth. Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I w- really want to see how many films are on that keyword. Yeah. A lot nah. of, like, I Empire think Empire Strikes Back. That's always the good ones for that, isn't it? Like, cause I, I, but also the, the really interesting ones, like returning character with different actor. Yeah. That's really good. Oh, Play um, antagonist and protagonist. Yeah, that's really good. The there can't be many of Amphibious those. vehicle. <laughs> That's a Sunday afternoon amphibious. I was going to say, Jumanji, the dad and the hunter. Oh. Same guy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. That's close. Here we go. It is close. Film number four. Sam Parrish. Child driving a car. <laughs> the JCB song video by Nisloppy. <laughs> Biggest day out. I was talking about that the other day. <clears throat> it's one of those things that's kind of bubbled back into public consciousness because it? yeah. it's so old. Well, have, you, have you ever spoken to a Nisloppy fan about um, There Ed, aren't Nisloppy fans. Oh, there is. Yeah. Um, Rich. Rich, Rich, Rich Bear, Bear Park. Park. Um, have you ever spoken? This is like no, a, a that's mad a very tangent, specific thing to But if you ever get the chance, speak to, to, speak to a Nisloppy fan about Ed Sheeran. It's fucking brilliant. Like, what? I got dragged to a Nisloppy gig before and Rich happened to be there. So it was my ex-girlfriend who's a massive Nisloppy fan. Rich and three of his mates also massive Nisloppy fans and I was sitting there and they basically like then one of them says like oh fucking Ed Sheeran and then like you just hear like Ed Sheeran basically Ed Sheeran was a guitar tech for Nisloppy um, <laughs> and if you listen to a lot of Ed Sheeran's like early stuff it sounds exactly like Nisloppy so they're like they stole this style like should be them should be them Jesus Christ it was, it was like after a while I was just like I've never said the words I was like can we just stop talking about Ed Sheeran like an hour of just bile <laughs> Nisloppy joining in from the stage yeah yeah it's like the uh, reason they're not big is because they're shite I said a drop E tuning <clears throat> child driving a car mm. baby stay out Jumanji male rear nudity flat tyre oh my god animal liberation <laughs> rat race homeward bound gasoline station explosion I could feel that was coming. Could you? Yeah. Implied happy ending. What on earth is it? Shane. Person on fire. That sounds like a good film. It is. Eye gouging. That's such a specific thing. Blood vomiting. (laughs) Child driving a car's throwing me right off here. Final one. Number in title. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, is it like... 30 uh, Days of Night? What's the one about giant spiders? Eight Legged Freaks. David Cummings, isn't it? Child Driving a Car. No, he's not. I'm thinking about Evolution. Child Driving a Car. bad film. Male Reunity. Flat Tire. Animal Liberation. 
gasoline station explosion, implied happy ending, person on fire, eye gouging, blood vomiting, number in title. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> why, is, why is this? 28 days later. What? Oh, you know what's you know what's the problem? I don't, I you, remember child driving almost, a car. No, just those clues. <clears throat> you, obviously, you try to build a picture in your head. That's just in America, like in yes. Arizona, to me. So no way can I get right. back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say gas station explosion? Gasoline station explosion. Yeah, that sounds yeah. more American. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking desert. And yeah, that's exactly. weird for IMDb as well because IMDb is in Bristol. So you think they would have? Is he really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's Fucking Bristol. Hell. Probably isn't now. Is that what the B stands yeah. for? Yeah, <laughs> international movie Bristol. <laughs> Data Bristol. Yeah, it's where it starts. Here we go. <laughs> Film number five starts with narration. Godfather. Severed finger. Blade Runner. Severed finger. The Prestige. Go wish. Shit. Character repeating someone else's dialogue. Ooh. That's good. That's a really fun keyword. Boy landing on a car. Kick ass. Severed hand. Saw. Shotgun loaded with rock salt. <laughs> I know. Holy shit. <laughs> like Blade? Blade 2? Hmm. This is a weird one. Death S- Before Dawn? Silver bar. I guess like a gold bar, but it's silver. Okay. Brilliant. Severed nose. Reservoir dogs? Telekinesis. Good lord. Scanners? Meeting future self. Looper? Yes. Of course. Because they've got all those weird silver bars that yeah. they get paid in by the future that's gangs. Right. Uh, so that's six points to Joe. Um, no, six points to Krupa, one guess. Uh, four points to Joe, two guesses. There you go. What, um, were, the, what were the films again? Looper, 28 Days, Goldmember. Uh, Looper, Terminate Salvation, Goldmember, The Revenant, and Looper. I'm starting to wonder no. whether it's worth answering... I'm starting to wonder whether it's worth answering questions on the last clue. Yeah. If it drags your average down. Am I going to start gaming this system? I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but there'll I be really, one loser in that situation. I really <laughs> want to win season two again. Um, uh, does anyone know what the link is? Think about everything we talked about in the podcast this week. Oh. <clears throat> They're all, all those people are directing superhero films. No, it's a good guess though. Looper, twenty-eight days later, Gold Member, Terminator Salvation, and The Revenant. I wouldn't get it from this because of what? Because of fucking Gold Member, but I haven't seen Gold Member, so they'll feature time travel. No, that's good. I don't know what I thought the Revenant did. Twenty eight days They all they all star um, people who are favoured actors who are oh, favoured by Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, so we got Christian Bale in Terminator Salvation. Who's in Looper? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt oh. in two films. Killian Murphy's in Twenty Days Later. Tom Hardy in the Revenant. Michael Caine in Austin Powers Goldmember. Apparently, oh. Michael Caine is Austin Powers' dad. Nigel yeah. Powers. Interesting. Did not know that. Did not know that. Killian Murphy. No. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What's the other one he's been in? He's in Inception and Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Of it's course, Robin. he's in Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Um, there we are. Good. Good. Well done, Very the big good, prune. 
so now we got some feedback. Then we can go have lunch. Let me begin. This is some feedback about dog names. Excellent. We were naming dogs last week. Uh, Ned Newbury writes in just to tell us the names of various dogs that they've named in their house. Uh, in, resp- in response to the piece of feedback about dogs, I thought I'd share the names of our family dog, Pippin, named after the Lord of the Ro- Rings character, uh, uh. but his puppy, or her puppies, I should say. There was Piplup from Pokemon, Toffee, just cause, Yoda, Obs, he says. Toffee's good. So, Toffee is a good name. Chucky, Rugrats, because he was very timid. I like that. <laughs> Applying personality Chuck- traits. Chucky's... An- oh, no, Chucky was timid. Tommy's the a cool one. Yeah, Tommy's yeah. a yeah. swagger yeah. Not, he wasn't uh, timid at all. Uh, Rodriguez, <laughs> named after a pet stag beetle from an anime. But Rodriguez oh. is an amazing name for a dog. And Musket, who we kept, because Musket is the best dog name ever. That's good. Here's a picture of Musket. Ah, oh. It's very green, because our printer's fucked. Give us a finger in that photo. Hello. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, yeah, so those are just some dog names. I thought we'd go in for them. That's awesome. What's a lovely start to the feedback, Joe? Thank yeah. you. If you've this got any dog names, let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Nerdy dog names. Send us pictures of dogs. This is from Paul S. Okay. With the recent news of the SNES Classic, there have already been rumours of an N64 Classic. <clears throat> if this happens, what games would you like to see? And do you think there can be an N64 Classic without rare games like Banjo-Kazooie and Perfect Dark? We had a drunken conversation about yeah, this in the pub last night. We had this conversation night. with oh, Powers yeah. in a pub last night. Yeah, um, but we, we were including rare games because we said... Oh, okay. I, well, I, I can't I see how it's as viable without the rare games. Yeah, like, yeah. I challenged Rory to name 10 games that would actually be good to play nowadays on N64, and he did. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> what were the ones he named? Do you remember? Uh, we went through quite a few. Like, we didn't allow two Banjo Kazooie games, so just one <laughs> of the Banjos. Yeah. Yeah. Goldeneye. What else did we have on there? Oh, to wait, be fair, we did it. Wave like, race. We tried wave race. Goldeneye recently at Loading Bar. Oh, and we were like, this isn't a laugh. It's crap. Well, like, what was it like? How, I was saying like, I'm really looking forward to the SNES games. I think those are all dated, and I think they'll be very playable I think these haven't as much but he made the point that it is his childhood and that's yeah. just yeah, more yeah, nostalgic yeah. affection for those but like Golden Eyes are hard games to play these days my, yeah. my point was where the reason the SNES is good is because it was the end of the 2D generation so yeah. everyone knew what they were doing with 2D games whereas N64 is the start of 3D so yeah. it's everyone relearning how to make games so some yeah, of them just point. shit like but so like he said Mario Kart I'd hate to play 64 Mario Kart again I feel like it's all rubbish. the best bits of all the best tracks are in Mario yeah. Kart now so it's just like they've just taken those like put them in. Smash Bros I'd play again I reckon because yeah. that's just not a dated format what else is good Pokemon we said uh, Body Harvest Zelda's um, I'd do Pokemon Stadium but yeah, that would be hard because you'd need to have all the Pokemon. I quite like the South Park. Um, yeah, I, that. That. I, that was I, I thought about renting that at Christmas once yeah. and just like throwing snowballs at turkeys. Yeah, that was really good. That's very strange. Well, do you say Wave Race? We said Wave Race. Yeah. Wave Race, wave race holds up, that's I reckon. Good. Yeah, both both Zelda games. Yeah. That's legit. Uh, what else? It's not that much, though, is it? I, like, I, Shadow Man with Keith David. <laughs> is um, is Grab by the Ghoulies N64? I don't mm, know. No, that was Xbox, I think. Oh, was it? Um, Body Black. Harvest. Body Harvest, definitely. I don't know what that is. It's like, um, it was made by, not Rockstar, it's about the progenitor. What's the progenitor? DMA. DMA design. Because yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have an N64, but my cousin had one. So yeah. I I, I, that was my experience of the N64, was always yeah. going to someone's house and trying out what they had. Yeah. There's not that much, though, is there? That's the thing. It's not going to be as good line as the Snares. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We should have a look at what our top 164 games are. Yeah. I bet that second off that list is a struggle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Famously made hard to de- develop for on purpose. Is um, 
Because <laughs> Yamauchi was an insane person. Move on, Move on lads. Right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I've got. He says. I've got one called Cinema Pissing. Yeah. Um, oh, I should point out beforehand. The reason I've chosen this is yeah. because, well, he gets to the reason, but just seems to start a story and then stop halfway through oh, <laughs> and you'll find out why <laughs> um in a like mad thing though just on cinema thing i went to cinema to see um pan of the apes again um on the weekend still the best and uh, a girl behind me took off her shoes and socks so i'm watching the film and like i have to admit i didn't enjoy this as much a second time around um because i think we loved it so much the first time around the girl behind me just took off her shoes and socks and like put her in between in between the things so like, i had like a seat then like her feet coming through the thing. And I turned around at one point and I just went, and I burst out laughing. Like I hadn't been drinking or anything. I just burst out laughing. Like went to my mate Liam, I was like, you having this? And he burst out laughing as well. And he was like, just like tickle her feet. And I was like, no, is that weird to do that? And he was like, go on, do it. And I was like, so I, had a, I had a pen on me. Cause I was like, that's out of order. Yeah, that's um, fully disgraceful. So I, t I had a pen on me. So I just went like this and went like that and like touched the bottom of her feet. And then she just went <gasps> and took him back. Um, Amazing. And then maybe about 20 minutes later, she put them back. And I just, like, turned around and was like, like, can you just put your shoes and socks on and get them out of my face? Because like, I could genuinely smell her feet. Like, I don't want to smell a, another lady's feet that I haven't asked for. That's not, that's not good <laughs> behavior anyway. But if, they're on, if it's in your area, yeah. I would struggle to turn around and say, can you not do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if they're literally on your seat. It was like that's one mental. seat and then that's where her feet were. That is disgusting. It Get was, rid. It was so disgusting. Like, I'm not up for that at all. Anyway, I've seen like, lots of people tweeting pictures of like people on trains and planes getting their um, feet out, out of the socks. Like, I take my shoes off. Yeah, um, socks on, though. Socks on. Never go bare yeah. feet on a plane. That's why they give you those socks when you get on like a long-haul flight. Anyway. Someone's from, been in first class. It's from Greg Watts. <laughs> and the robe. Just be happy with my success. Um, <laughs> and then a woman came around and she asked if I wanted her to put her feet in my capsule. And I said, yes, thank you. <laughs> Gav mentioned needing a piss during a film in the cinema, and I've got to say, this struck a chord with me. I lived in China for a bit and had a membership card to the local cinema, so I went a fair bit. There was a nice little Chinese offie on the way. I love the word offie. Mm. On the way with him, which reminds me of good times. Yeah. <laughs> Never had a bad time in an offie. Um, I bet you have. You've stolen he something. He hasn't. Other people have. Well, I'll, uh, sorry, we keep going on the tangent, but like, I'll uh, really look down on me for going to get beers for Dunkirk the other day because we were right we've been we've been for two pints <laughs> I know and, this and then I yeah. went to, I went to the off license and I said oh, I'm going to get some beers and I was like you can't have a beer in Dunkirk I was like I fucking can like that's what they would have wanted like, that's what they fought for a spirit, yeah a spirit of the damn buses mate <laughs> that's the different story fuck you I, I went and got them and when I opened up my first bottle I just went <laughs> oh. To be it? fair, one of the best moments of that film is people being given beer. Exactly. I nearly I cried what kind, a lot. What kind, of beer? Beer. What, what kind of beer? Was it a sensitive beer? Was it a Cronenberg? Nah, it's two a ronies. Sensitive beer. <laughs> two ronies, mate. <laughs> right, okay. I was trying to think of a German beer. <laughs> I can't think of any. Stand that Heine out. Heineken. There was a nice little Chinese offie on the way with imported beers, that. so I smuggled rather than Balls. so I smuggled in rather than drink watered down Chinese piss beer. Um, it's apparently but, a thing. I quite like Chinese beer. Not if they piss Sing Tao. It's very good. Personally, I try and get that big piss out before the film started, but it doesn't always work out that way. Ironically, I've had a skin full as I'm celebrating the start of the six-week break from work starting. That's it. That's it. There's no more. You didn't tell the rest of the story. It's just like, I tried to have a piss. Sometimes it didn't work out. By the way, I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, he's been like, it's great. He's on like, his holidays, hasn't he? Yeah, there we are. If you want to send us uh, emails after you've or full stories, drinking. yeah, we um, never had any follow up on the New Jersey guy that was drunk. Do you remember we had two two oh, yeah. stories from people from New Jersey in oh, the same episode, hammered. and they were both hammered. 
It's party town. I want to hear more from them. Uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with you, you can. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. See you next week. Bye. Love you, bye.